following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. Wow. <clears throat> I guess you can put your hand on somebody and just say you're about you're entering into new blessings. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. This is really an interesting time that we're living in, and the Lord ordained this time for us to be here today. We have yet to do our first fruit service. We're going to do it next week, uh, mainly because during all what we've been going through about two months ago, the Lord, uh, we were in one of those uh, services that we had. We were we did like conferences, and you guys were such a part of that. I want to thank God for Word Alive and Kent and Bev Maddox. Let's do that right quick. And uh, we were prepared when this all of this began in uh, March to really move forward into what the Lord would be doing during this time. And um, uh, many of you who might have tuned in to us, we... We have like 180 nations that join in with us. Uh, I started doing web church 15 years ago. That's a long time ago. It, gr- it brought great flack to the body of Christ because the body of Christ didn't believe that uh, leaders did not believe you could gather the church online. They only had the concept of doing building-wise that we were doing, and that was the only concept of church they had, where church has two dynamics to it. It has fellowship, and it has war. And the Lord told me to gather the scattered sheep because He needed them. And so, uh, I was actually brought before 600 leaders. Peter Wagner had to have a symposium to bring me before 600 leaders and uh, educators on... uh, to defend why we should move and use the instrument of the web for church. And if you'll remember on the third week of March, the only way you could do church was by the web. Let's thank God that some people will continue moving forward no matter what the resistance is. And I think we have to see that. We have to see that. So through the years, we've really developed an awesome uh, aligned gathering worldwide. And we have about 160 nations that give in to what we're doing. Some, it's like the widow's might. They give the best they can. And during this time, there have been... Uh, we've had people from all over the nation, all over the world, worshiping with us and doing things, and we've developed some great services, but the favorite of all favorites for worship became the Word Alive Judah team. Let's thank God for that. You are now known worldwide. And you, I want to encourage this worship team to keep moving, keep advancing, 
keep experimenting keep keep allowing sound to come forth because that's what this era is about now I want to show you some things about right now. We'll get ready for first fruits in this first service, and you'll get the you'll get the clarity of the message. Uh, I've got three books I want to encourage you uh, with uh, to help you right now. One is called A Time to Advance. I believe you have really looked at this book. It's a unique book that talks about months. And uh, it talks about tribes and how we're interacted. It's really, if you want to look a little deeper into that book, it shows you how the body of Christ is required to become whole and move in time and war together. Now, another book that I want to encourage you to look at is called A Time to Prosper. This book is very, also very unique because it's written about prosperity from a Hebraic standpoint. And so it's, uh, it helps you understand how every one of us were created, knit together, so we could prosper. I want you to say the word prosper. That doesn't mean we're all going to be millionaires. What it means is what you were created for, you accomplish. And we decree that right now over us. Now, let's look, Aaron, if you'll just lead us forth, let's look at this month, and then I'll show you something else. See, God has an order for restoration, prosperity, and breakthrough. This is only the second time that I have gone anywhere since March. Now, think about the drastic shift in a life like mine. Last year, 570,000 air miles plus. This year, since March, this is my second trip. And I felt like uh, God had an order in me going. Two weeks ago, he sent me to a place in Oklahoma where one of our first new apostolic centers for uh, first people, uh, our, our Native American people, uh, is being developed. And then I felt like coming to Alabama was God's order for this nation to really activate what he was saying for this nation now because Alabama is becoming the prototype for this nation. Now, that becomes very important to understand as we proceed. I believe if there's one state that is now leading the nation just as God showed me on May 31st, 2008, he showed me Alabama first, how Alabama would go first, the glory of God would break out of Alabama and go to all the nations and it would become a prototype. That is happening here in Alabama now. Now, it took about 10 years or 11 years before we could grab hold of that here, prophesying it, prophesying, then all of a sudden it takes an apostolic leader all of a sudden grabbing hold and saying, it's time. Everybody say it's time. It's time. 
And I believe you are now moving forward to manifest what God wants, but also to demonstrate what God wants as a clarity for each state as and an example for each state to advance. Now, we have entered this time where in God's order, he is ready for us to prosper and break through. We just sang it. Shout breakthrough again. Now, go ahead, Aaron. This is, see, this is what the year looks like again. Let me reflect it up there. This is a, a time where the lion of the tribe of Judah is shifting heaven and shifting earth. See, it's all shifting right now. God is saying it. We're in a new era. It's a shifting era. He is blowing from heaven and changing the heavens. Now, that becomes important to understand. There comes a time, Psalms 102 says this, he removes the heavens like an old garment. In other words, it's not the earth, just the earth being renewed, not just us uh, ha just not what's going on down here happening, but the heavens are shifting. And right in between the heavens and earth is you. So that means you are the shifting agent of what needs to cause these shifts to keep moving. Now, you're sitting close enough to somebody to say, keep shifting. It's just really key what God is doing. Now, this is again what the era looks like. We have entered an era. An era is a historical shift. It's not just like entering a new year. It's not like just entering a new decade. It is a new era. That means history is now shifting. And here, I can't think of a place I would rather be right now because this is the key month that determines whether we shift or not. And so you all of a sudden have been drawn here by the Lord because he wants to be sure you understand the shift you're in and what's happening foundations are shifting. Uh, uh, yesterday was interesting. We left Jasper and Aaron and I decided to take the back way all around in uh, Alabama to come here. I said, well, because one of the reasons is this is a time to come up out of the wilderness. Who is that that I see coming up out of the wilderness? Now, I want to say this. You've got some back roads in Alabama. There was a couple of times I didn't know if we were going to come up out of the wilderness. Uh, it became real interesting. Finally, I said, if you don't get me in to some sort of breakthrough, I'm just yelling the whole time. This is after two hours of this. We ended up on this road that comes straight in front of your church from somewhere way back down in there. And the roads would get smaller. They didn't get larger. I said, what have you done? I mean, GPS wouldn't even register. I said, look at the sky and go toward it. I mean, it was... So I kept shouting, 
Alabama will break through and come out of the wilderness. And then finally, I just got to my room. I was worn out. And I got in there and I said, I I don't watch a lot of TV, but they had this HGTV uh, show on and this lady didn't want her house anymore and somebody was trying to fix it. It was that list it or love it thing. And, uh, and I, but God spoke to me through it. They had uh, the kitchen was on one level and the living room was on another level. And the real cost of shifting that house was to form one foundation and to move forward. I feel like all of a sudden God said, I am forming a new foundation for my people to stand on. I am causing my people to get their feet planted for the future. And yes, there is a cost in it, but if they don't, if they don't pay for what is necessary to get this firm foundation through sacrifice, what's going to happen is they're going to end up stepping and break their ankles and not be able to stand. It was just a clear word God was saying. I am bringing you into a place to stand in a way you have never stood before. And I think that's what the Lord is doing here. And this year, this era, 80, uh, in, in Hebrew it's 5780, and uh, we entered 2020, which is a decade of the 20s in the 20s. And right now, 80 is pay, and it means mouth, speech, breath. It's about things blowing. It's about us speaking forth. It's about us hearing prophetically and seeing our future in a new way. So this era is about the voice that is coming out of your house. And so with that, you need to decree that your voice is on a firm foundation as we move forward, and you're saying what you need to say. And uh, it's, it's, we've entered a supernatural, mystical atmosphere. Now, I want to share with you the other book that I brought for you that is available to you that I will leave here. It's called The Passover Prophecies. During this time, Charisma asked me, can you write a book in, uh, in eight days? for us over what God is saying. Because it was during this month last year that the Lord began to speak to us over what was ahead. During the dire straits of last year, as we were approaching the new era, the Lord began to show us how narrow this year would be during this time. And so this becomes very important. This book is very helpful. It's not scary. I'm not a doom and gloom prophet. I, if I thought we were all going to be raptured today, I would tell you, but we're not. So, first of all, the Lord's shown me through 2026. Well, I mean, you might get raptured. I'm not going to get raptured. I think my wife would agree with that one. Because 
we have a lot of spots and wrinkles to work out of us. And we haven't completed the harvest call that God has for us. So there's no need trying to get out of here too quickly because there's a lot of things he has for each one of us to do right now. Now, so last year at this time, we always start studying this word pay all through the word of God. And we study every place it's used in the word of God. And uh, last year, the Lord began to show us how this era we're entering, we would have to speak forth in incredible new ways. Now, pay, one pay word is Purim, where the enemy tries to overtake you. Another pay word is Passover, where you have to break out from under the control of the enemy. Another pay word is Pentecost, where all of a sudden, those three feasts, which is very rare, aligned in the Word of God. And because they aligned, the Lord said, watch the feast as you enter this era. And then he spoke this sentence to me. We had it in my notes. Uh, we had, I'd shared parts of it. I tried to encourage people that we were headed into a season that was different than, uh, than some season we'd ever been in before. And the Lord spoke these words to me. This will be a modern day Passover, this era. And so with that, I believe we have to understand what that means today. Because this whole era will be about passing over. You can't just pass over once. You have to pass over and keep passing over. And so I went through the Word of God and found about 10 Passovers that are important for us to understand as we go from year to year passing over. Now, another pay word is how the voice would create riots. So we began to share how riots would arise throughout the earth. Now, I first started sharing this in uh, Hong Kong in November and asking the Lord to shift the voice of Hong Kong. And many of you know that my life has been involved with China since the 80s. So I could see what God was saying. Now, in this book, I have a whole chapter on China. I have a whole chapter on economic structures that are changing because it wasn't the COVID pandemic that concerned me as much uh, with God saying it was going to be a, a modern day Passover. It wasn't the sickness that concerned me. It was the economic strategies behind the sickness. And we must understand we are in changing times. That brings us to now. This is the month of dire straits. Everybody say dire. Everybody say straits. That means this month 
is a very narrow place for God's people. And we have to understand that God is reordering the earth. He has a people that are above nations. That's us. He is causing us to understand who we are so we, our voice can be heard in ways it's never been heard. But this month becomes very key. And uh, the narrow place is important to understand because in this month, there is a curse that tries to work against Israel and against God's people that we have already, the Lord Jesus Christ and by his blood has already paid for that curse to be broken. But we have to enforce that in time. Now, this is where God's people can be very naive because he has won the battle. He's won it all. He won it the minute he broke the headship of Satan when he went to the cross and then went down to hell, then rose again. He broke Satan's headship, and then as he was ascending, he started giving gifts to mankind. Now, this is the issue that we have to understand where finally Alabama's breaking through. He gave gifts to mankind, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, fourth miracle workers, fifth healers, six uh, administrators and pastors. And until we come into his order, we can't enforce the headship of hell that has already been broken. That's why you see hell raging in the earth realm until somebody, some, look at somebody next to you and say somebody. Look at him and say it might as well be you. Until somebody says in Alabama, we're going to take this thing and we're going to enforce the breakthrough that the breaker has already brought us. Let's thank God again for Kit Maddox doing this and leading us in this. See, that's, that's the hard thing to understand because it was never God's plan for us to live under a curse. Never were we to do that. And so in doing that, this month was never supposed to be filled with disaster and sorrow. The next service, I'll show you a slide where, uh, uh, a PowerPoint where all of a sudden, all the way up to, to in the 2000s, this decade, Israel has experienced this. And we continue, you will always continue to experience the working of the enemy unless we repent and break the power of his ability to work with his resources called us. Because we were once, Ephesians says, 
under his control. But God, everybody say, but God. He sent his son to redeem us through the blood by the spirit so that we could come out from under all oppression. Now, God is setting a course because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof to bring the earth Alabama is earth into a place of fullness that we've never been before. And so this becomes important because see, the enemy desires your blessing cycle. Now say out loud, he's not getting it. And think of the times your plan. Tell somebody, I'm sick of this. He's not doing this anymore. And what he's got to do is to hit that portion of you that receives hope to knock hope out of place. And that's what he's trying to do worldwide right now nation to nation is to break through the life cycle that God is planning and knock hope out of place. And if he can knock hope out of place, hope deferred does what? It creates an infirmity that allows that infirmity to maneuver in the earth. He has tried to remove hope in America so that infirmity could take over. Now, don't get me wrong, infirmity is not just sickness. That is not how the word's defined in Hebrew. Infirmity is that which will weaken you so you can't accomplish your life cycle. He doesn't care how he weakens you. He can give you COVID, he can get you, see, it amazes me with the body. We'll come down on the homosexuals and the drunks. But we will not, we forget to, to say, you can't get into the kingdom of God if you're fearless. If you're filled with fear. You have to be bold to get into the kingdom of God. And God is saying, I am shifting you out of a church mentality and into a mentality of kingdom. And I will have a bold people who are not weakened in this earth realm, who will take a stand against sin, who will take a stand against sickness, who will take a stand against poverty, who will take a stand against religion and this is your season to advance. But another pay word, let me show it to you. This becomes so important. Another pay word is Holy Spirit. This is the year of a new Holy, an era of a new Holy Spirit movement. So to do that, every time there's a new move of Holy Spirit, God has to form the wineskin that the Spirit of God can move through. That's what's happening in Alabama. That's what's happening in the church. 
Because, see, in Matthew chapter 16, we build the church, and the gates of hell can't withstand it, but we unlock the kingdom. Therefore, we're having to get keys. In the next service, I want to be sure we get keys that will cause us to unlock the next season of building. See, it's not about building structure. It's about us becoming the blueprint of movement in the earth realm. And so we have entered this explosive kingdom movement. Now, when you look at the word Holy Spirit uh, in Hebrew, from a Hebraic standpoint, it's peresh kaf lamed alif. It's first, you are going to align with someone who gives you the ability to end the curse. That's what Holy Spirit means. It's not just that he's our advocate. It means the one who ends the curse has begun to live inside my house. Now put your hand right here. The one who ends the curse because the third person of the Godhead lives here now. And the only way he can do that is through you. See, sometimes I wonder why we don't understand certain things. We think Holy Spirit's just floating around somewhere. Holy Spirit is dwelling in your house so you can unlock his voice and end the curse that needs to be ended in your sphere of authority. All of a sudden, the curse is shaking in Alabama. The curse is shaking in your house. The curse is having to let go. This becomes so key as we advance into this season. Now, what's a curse? It's where some word has been spoken to bring harm, evil. It's, it's a threat. It can be a wish that you unlock with your mouth. Now, I'm sharing this for a reason because it's what this month is about. We are now in a direct war with the curses that are working in our area, in our lives, in our house. And what this curse does is try to destroy the power that is necessary for you to prosper. This month is key for us to move up against this curse. One way you detect a curse is the absence of the glory of God moving. If you can't sense the glory in your midst, stop. See what word curse is in operation. See what's being activated. It's a curse's result when we're not hearing. Kent introduced me as having a desire to hear. 
I have a desire to hear because I have dug out from under so many curses in my bloodline, I don't want them to ever take root again. And so what curses do, if you start speaking deficiencies, especially in this era, if you start speaking and agreeing with all the weaknesses, do you see now what's, what hell is doing in, in, in uh, the earth around us? You start agreeing with it, and all of a sudden, it will attach because it can't attach unless it has a place to attach. A cursed clock causes can't come to light, but if you come into agreement with all the fear, if you come into agreement that the infirmity is gonna overtake us, if you run hide out in your house and don't keep pressing to worship, the Bible talks about that in Proverbs. There's a line on the street, let's hide out till he goes past. Poverty works with infirmity. And all of a sudden the Lord says, I'm breaking this and Alabama's becoming the model for it. Now that's key for us to get right now that curses are having to let go. That brings us to this Exodus era that we're in. See, he brought, when it was time for Passover, he brought them out by armies. A modern-day Passover, the Lord said, would lead us to a present-day Pentecost, and then we would go beyond into the next place that the Lord had for us. Christmas asked me to write another book, and it's How Do We Go Beyond? How do we get in and how does the church come into its next model of building so that we can break through? It is so key that we understand this as we advance. And the only way we can do this is understand that once he decided to bring them out from under the oppression of Egypt, he decided that he would break them, break them out and break them in. And we're going to have to understand that over and over as we enter this season. Because see, Exodus, the Exodus from Egypt occurs every year and in every era of our lives, all of a sudden we've entered into it. All of a sudden we're saying, wait a minute, we're warring with that, with that which is trying to oppress us. Egypt, when you really start looking at it, go ahead Aaron, Egypt when you start looking at it, it means it was a narrow place for them to leave and move forward. That's why this month becomes the key to us advancing. And see what slavery does is this. 
Slavery confines you. Let's look at that. Slavery confines you as you move forward. Slavery confines you to a narrow place filled with constrictions. And God says, I want every trace of slavery off my people. See, it's a big difference between slavery and racism. We all can be slaves, Chicky Baby. I, that's that, that's in her, that Herbie movie. I mean, every one of us can allow something to bring us under slavery. And we can become a slave and be oppressed and captured under hard label, labor. We can do it physically. We can do it emotionally. We can do it in our spiritual life. This month is about breaking out of this structure completely. And then you get to Passover breaking us out. You get to Av right now, and you have to determine to go in. See, this was what caused the curse. They didn't determine to keep going forward. All of a sudden, they saw the promise, and what caused the curse to come down in Av that created a new level of dire straits was they saw the promise, they went in, they touched it, they tasted, tasted it, but then they, say, they said, this is way too difficult for us. We're not willing to war through this narrow place into our promise ahead. If ever there is a month in the history of America, it is this month. If ever there is a month in the history of our lives, it's this month. If ever you are deciding not to give in, do it now. If ever you want it breakthrough, it's now. That breakthrough becomes so important. And that we enter in to this and through this narrow place of transition. Now, I'm going to show you one thing before we break for our next service. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's not in time. God is time. You're in time. That's why understanding time becomes so important for us right now. That's why understanding the power of first fruits becomes so important right now. Because if we're in time... God is sovereign, but he keeps waiting for us to respond to his sovereignty. See, God could, and we could all be poofed away. But that isn't how God works. He, he looks to see how we're worshiping him in time because worship is an expression of faith. See, Faith is working in time and the boundaries you're in. God brought you here into these boundaries today.
to increase your faith. And so with that, he's got you in time. He's got you in place. And he's waiting for action and conditions to move through you where you exhibit and demonstrate your faith. See, time has several elements when you study the Word of God. It's a circle, just like what I showed you earlier. He's Alpha, he's Omega, and it's not a linear concept where all of a sudden back a hundred years ago in our past this happened. Time has passed, but it's still part of the circle. Time has present. Stomp your foot. You're in present time. Time has future. We're not bound by time if we allow Holy Spirit to show us into the future. And how Holy Spirit does that is... We're, Acts 17 says, when you're at the right place at the right time, your boundaries shift. Your horizon shifts. In other words, you can leave here today knowing God has a good future for you. Now, here's the thing that I don't think we understand. Because I asked, I asked the Lord several weeks ago, I said, there's still peace. Your people aren't understanding. And he said, well, are you created in my image? I said, yes. He said, am I the same yesterday, today, and forever? I said, yes. He said, then you have a past, a present, and a future. But it depends on how you maneuver in time your past, your present, and your future. If you choose to live in your past, you're going to get everything from your past. Tell somebody next to you, I'm going to move on past that one. See, I, I love that we're having a movement to try to, for equality to happen. Because we eventually end up being one new man. No male, no female, no black, no white, no sectarian structures. But if you're not careful, you go back and live in the past, and all those demons and familiar spirits from the past that, that shouldn't be even operating against you now Rise up and start taking you over again. They won't take you over just the way they had us back in the 60s. They'll take us over seven times stronger. Because they understand this principle. And Yeshua told us they had the right that if we didn't annihilate them and bind them, they would come back seven times. See, it's the reverse of the restoration principle. And so, with this, we are in a crisis in the present. Stomp your foot again. 
Say, oh my, when I get up from here, I got to make a shift. Because see, if you just live in present, you lose hope. Because see, hope is linked with expectation, which is a function of your emotion that keeps you strong. And if you lose hope, you lose expectation, which is future. Something happening in the future in your life, and all of a sudden, the present takes over. Look at somebody and say, this COVID thing is not going to get me. That's why you get sick, you keep moving. And then, see, you're living, and this is what... I think we read the Bible one-dimensionally. We're living in three dimensions right now. Just sitting there. Everything's moving around you. Everything already is supernatural around you. And yet, we argue over the supernatural. And God said, let me show you how much evil is really in the earth. And I'll just let this invisible spirit wreak havoc until my people really see what they're up against. Infirmity is from hell. Jesus said that. That a spirit of infirmity is sent from Satan. He's already won the battle. But not till we enforce it. Thank God Alabama's rising up. Let's say it again. Because there comes a moment, that's called acceptant time, eth, kairos, eth in in, uh, uh, Hebrew, kairos in Greece where there comes this accepted time when all of a sudden there's a moment where you say, wait a minute, I'm moving forward. I'm advancing. This dire strait ain't going to squeeze me in. I must go forward. Or else you miss the fulfillment of time. It's where all of a sudden everything comes together. All the counties are aligned. Everything is going and all of a sudden... The glory of God comes down. Plethora, the fulfillment of time. Everything has aligned because you move through the dire straits. And all of a sudden, Holy Spirit in you reveals to you the eternal dimension that's around you and you start grabbing people saying you can't live forever in the present there's an eternal plan God has for you there's a plan forever that God has for your spirit I'm going to pull you in to this dimension of time so you don't end up for eternally going the wrong direction We're at our most 
crucial time right now. And God is saying, I have a people in a moment that's ready to make this shift. Let's stand up. I don't know why, other than I know God, that in his sovereignty, he chose you to hear this message. He didn't choose our people to hear it. He chose you. He chose you because there's something in you here in Alabama that has the ability to break through a dimension of the past to get us into our future. Father, I loose this anointing through this room. I decree right now, this anointing is stirring in everyone in this room. Yes, Lord, it's a breaker anointing. It's an anointing for to prosper. It's an anointing to overthrow things that have tried to attach and keep us from running and pressing through. The Lord says right now, whatever you've got that's trying to keep you from breaking through, whether it's personal, whether it's corporate, or whether it's territorial, right now the Lord says there's a way for you to get through. There's a way for you to get through. There's a way for you to get through. Nothing's too big. Don't look at that giant. There's a way for you to come on through. I decree right now, we are coming through. Now put your hand on somebody, pray with them, and say, you're being energized to make it through this narrow place we're in. I decree right now, Alabama's coming through into a new place. Lord, I bless you. I worship you. And I thank you that Word Alive is coming alive in a new way in Yeshua's name. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.